0: okay the twin heroes in african myth adapted by alfonso O'Stafford. mommy will you hold this like this to... in that far off time when the world was young there lived in, the, in a town of a powerful king a widow whose name was isoka and whose husband a brave warrior had fallen in battle she had two baby sons called mansur and lamber they were twins with bodies round and shapely the color of dull gold At their birth, an old man, known for his gift of prophecy, had said, twins are a gift from Anambia, the great spirit, and they have been spent to us for special work. Everyone in that town, knowing how true were the sayings of the old man, believed thereafter that the twin babies of would grow into manhood and become warriors of note and possibly heroes of great renown. Mm. When they were six weeks old, their mother planted in her garden, a short distance apart, two seeds. With great care, she watered the earth, and when the seeds sprouted and became tiny plants, her care for them did not cease. As the years passed, sons, two sons grew tall, strong, and pleasing to the eye, like the graceful pine trees around their home. Mm -hmm. In play, in the hut, and in deeds of daring, these two boys always took first place among their companions. Meanwhile, the two plants grew into fine trees with beautiful spreading foliage. When Mansur and Luember were old enough to understand, Isuka took each of them to their one tree and said, This, my son, is your life tree. As it thrives, withers, and dies, so you will grow, be in peril, or perish. After that day, Mansur and Luember each wanted his own tree with increasing interest and felt for it with a loving tenderness when resting under its spreading branches during the heat of the day, or in the cool of the evening while listening to the strange cries in the jungle or gazing with wonder at the clear sky with its brilliant stars and the silver crescent changing nightly into a great golden ball how happy was isoka as she watched her boys grow into early manhood and the life trees thrive in strength and beauty with mm. them during this time mansur had many strange dreams dreams of great perils in the jungle, dreams of different lands, but more often he had visions of Yua, the daughter of Zambe, who was Old Mother Earth, the first daughter of the first father. Yua was said to be beautiful. Her beauty was like the dusk at twilight when the stars began to twinkle in the afterglow of the western sky. One day, after Mansur had passed his 20th year, he said to his mother, The time has come for me to marry and I am going in search of Yua, the daughter of old Mother Earth. Though her sorrow was great when she heard those words, Isoka knew that she could not always keep her son near. So she called upon Muzumu, a wizard of strange power, and asked him for some magic to help her son, Mansur, in his quest. When this was given, she returned it and gave to him... Gave the magic to him, saying, My son, this is your magic. I shall guard your life tree while you are away, and Luenbur, your brother, will watch over me. Mm. Mansur then put his strong arms around his mother's shoulders, bowed his head upon her cheek, and gave her his farewell kiss. Then, taking from her the magic, he touched some grass he had plucked from the ground. One blade was changed into a horn, another into a knife, and still another into a spear. Mm. Before leaving, he called Luember saying, Brother, be ever near to Mother Isoka and let no harm befall her. <laughs> For days and days Mansur so travelled. What a picture of natural beauty met his eye everywhere. How the verdant of the foliage of trees, shrubs, and plants of the African plains and highlands. How sparkling was the stream that foamed over rocky beds of granite and soundstone, how beautiful was the colouring of the flowers, how gay was the plumage of the birds. How graceful and striking in size were the animals mm. that fled before him as he pushed his way onward to the land of Zambe, the mother of his desired Yuwa. When overcome by hunger, Mansur called upon his magic that his mother gave him for food. At last, the far country of Zambe was reached. Whenever a stranger entered it, he, escorted, he was escorted at once to Zambe, the queen, the all-powerful ruler of that land. The usual custom followed when Mansur was seen striding forward with his spear in hand, horn across shoulder, and knife at side. Standing near her mother, Yuas saw the stranger, saw him standing in his strength and in his early manhood, so life in movement and so fearless in bearing. Straight away, her heart warmed to him. <laughs> How happy was Mansur when he beheld his dream girl as a reality and saw in her eyes a look of friendly interest that passed into admiration when he recited the story of his travels and the purpose of his visit. Three days later, they were married. Mm. A fine feast was held, followed by joyous singing and a merry dance. The finest house in the town was given to the bride and groom, where for many months their happiness was complete. One day, when idling in his new home, Mansur opened the door of a strange room which he had never noticed. In it were many mirrors, and each covered so that the glass could not be seen. Calling Yua, he asked her to remove the covers so that he might examine them. She took him to one, uncovered it, and Mansur immediately saw a perfect likeness of his own native town. Then to another when he saw his mother and brother, lembur sitting in peace beneath his life tree. In each mirror he saw something that carried his memory back to his past life and the country of his birth. Coming to the last mirror, larger than the others, Mansur was filled with a strange foreboding. Yua did not uncover it. Why not let me look into it, Yua? asked Mansur. Because, my beloved one, in it you will see reflected the land of never return. From it, none returns who wanders there. Stay recording, I hope. Let me see. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Now, this remark made Mansur very curious, mm-hmm. as he, and he longed, as never before, to see the mirror that would picture so strange a land or so mysterious a scene. Do let me see it, urged Mansur. Yielding at last to his entreaties, Yu'a uncovered the mirror, and her young husband saw reflected therein that dread land of the lower world, the unsought place of cool King Kalungu, of which all men had heard. Mansur looked in the mirror a long time, then he said, I must go there mm-hmm. and I must leave you, my dear. <laughs> Nay, you will never return. Please do not go, my beloved one, pleaded Yua. Have no fear, answered Mansur. The magic of Muzimu, the mother magic, will be my protection. Should any harm befall me, my twin brother, Luembur, will come to my rescue. Now this made Yuak cry, and she was very, very sad, but her tears did not move Mansur from his desire or his purpose. In a few hours, he had departed for the land of never return. After traveling many days, Mansur came upon a weird old woman working in the fields. In her eyes, there was mystery. In her presence, there came to him a feeling of awe. (laughs) <laughs> though he knew not then she was the never-sleeping spirit that guarded the secrets of the land of never return approaching her mansur said my good woman please show me the road to the land which hence no man lord please show me the road to the land which no man returns who wanders there mm. the old woman pausing in her work looked at him as he stood there so tall and straight a smile passed over her wrinkled face as she recognized in Mansur one of the true heroes for whom coming she had waited for mm. many years. Much to his surprise, the old woman, after a long and deep gaze, said, Mansur, I know you and I shall direct your way, though the task before you is one of peril. Go down that hill to your right, take the narrow path and avoid the wide one. After an hour's travel, you will come to the dread home of Kalungu a land of never return. Before reaching his abode, you must pass a fierce dog that guards his gate, fight the great serpent of seven heads within the courtyard, and destroy the mighty crocodile that sleeps in the pool. Hmm. These impending dangers did not frighten Mansur. Following the narrow path, he came within a short time to his deep ravine. Through this he walked, head erect, eyes alert, and spear uplifted. Suddenly, he observed the outer gate of the land of never return. By means of his magic, he passed the fierce fire dog, and after a severe battle, he succeeded in destroying the serpent, that seven-headed monster. Near the pool, he saw the mighty crocodile resting on its bank and rushed forward to strike him. Then, by accident, Mansur's magic fell upon the ground, and immediately he was seized by a crocodile and disappeared within his terrible mouth. At home... His mother, Isoka, and his brother Luembur noticed with fear that the life tree of Mansur had suddenly withered. Mother, my brother is in danger. I must go in s- at once in search of him, cried Luembur. Rushing to Muzimu, the wizard, Isoka, procured, procured some more magic, returned home, and gave it to Luembur and besought him to go immediately in search of his twin brother. As he departed, a great weakness seized her. And supporting herself for a while against the trunk of Luenbur's life tree, she slowly sank to the ground with a, forbo- with a foreboding that she would never again see her sons. When Luenbur reached the town of Zambay, Yuwa was much struck with the Im- resemblance that he bore to his brother, <laughs> and she was overjoyed that he had come to go in search of Mansur. She noticed with pleasure that Luenbur also carried the same kind of spear, horn, and knife that Mansur had. Yua showed him the magic mirrors, reserving for the last fateful one that caused Mansur to depart from the land of never-return. After resting a while, Luenburg continued his journey, and, as is the case of his brother, came after many days to the weird old woman working in the fields. The story of his quest was soon told. After it was finished, he said, I know you also, Luenburg. She then gave him the same directions. When he reached the gates of the land of Kalungu, "'The fierce dog fell before the magic spear of Luimber. "'Then rushing to the bank of the pool "'where the mighty crocodile was dozing in the sun, "'Lamber, with one great blow of his spear, slew him. "'Then, taking his knife, "'he cut along the underside of the dead crocodile, "'and strange to state, Manster jumped out, well and happy. Mm. "'Swift as the wind, "'the twin brothers left the gates of the dread "'land of never return and travelled upwards "'to the place where the weird old woman worked in the field.' Under the rays of the glinting sun when she beheld them she stood erect a deeper mystery flashed in her age-old eyes and her presence there returned to the brothers that same feeling of awe but now more intense and finally she spoke brothers by slaying the fierce dog the terrible serpent and the mighty crocodile you have released the spirits of the brave the wise and the good who were prisoners in the realm of cruel kalungo mm. They may now return to Mother Earth, where they desire and visit the abode of their mortal existence. Your task here below is now finished. You, Mansur, shall be lightning, that the mortals may ever see your swift spear as it darts through the clouds. And you, Lumber shall be thunder, that mortals may ever hear and know the power of that flashing spear. With these words, the sleepless spirit of the land of never returned touched each of the brothers, and Mansur went to the east and became the swift, darting lightning, and Lambur went to the west and became the loud, pealing thunder. In the land of Zambe, when Yua, through her magic mirror, saw what had happened to the brothers, she cried with much grief. Mm. Neither by day nor by night would she be comforted. At last, her mother, Zambe, said in a gentle and sad voice, My daughter... When your husband Mansour and his brother Luambor are angry in their home amid the clouds and have frightened men and beasts, here in my land, your beauty and your smile will bring them joy. Hmm. At such times, your body, clothed with many colors, will bend and touch me, your mother earth. Go hence and live with them. With these words, are went away from the home of her mother, and we see her as now the beautiful rainbow after the storm clouds of Mansur and Lumbur have passed on their way to the home of the All-Father, the Great Sky Spirit, Anambia. The End